All right, uh, welcome again. And uh, before we got into our our uh, little holiday there, it was Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday, we uh, had talked about our wants and needs and how they affect our lives and, and that. And I want to expand on that a little bit more today. First, let's start with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this, this opportunity, Father, to bring your word. We ask you to take myself out of the way, Father, let your true message sign through and open our hearts and minds to receive the day, Lord. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. And um, so our, our wants and our needs. You know, there's all these different things that we think can enhance our lives. We think that if we was rich, that that would make things better. But yet there's people that are very wealthy and they wind up taking their own lives. They are not, they have not found happiness. We think that if we could just feel better. We see people that are in perfect health physically oftentimes are very declined in emotional states. They have depression. We uh, think that if we have power or fame, and then again, we see politicians, we see celebrities, we see people that have clout, that are in deep states of depression, that um, do drastic measures to end their depression. So it's not always a, a, a thing. So many times we're looking for things to put in our lives. And it comes down to, well, what really is the secret of happiness? What is it that we are truly searching for? And we're searching for peace. That is what we really want deep down. We want to be free from anxiety, free from worry, free from fear. We want to be at peace. And one way of that is, is, is God. God is our peace because he is our source for everything. But I want to look at it more in a, a light today of how we walk in the world and what we are looking for in, in peace. First of all, let's look at Matthew 11, verse 28. Come ye, they are labor and heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke and lean of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Rest, peace. We rest. We're at peace when we rest. We're quiet, we're relaxed. That is what Jesus is. We're all the time looking for it in the world. And it's because of our, our earth curse system. We're under that curse from the very beginning, from the fall of man, where we were taken from that provision that was just handed to us freely, and now we have to, to work for it. So we're always worried about not having enough. And we can see that. We can see that we try to base who we are as people on what we have. We want to have status. We want to have riches. We want to have all these things to make us grand. But really, all we need is just slightly more than enough. That is the, the sweet spot for happiness is just slightly more than enough. And God always tells us that he is going to give in abundance. 
that our cup will run us over. He's going to give us more than we need. And there's lots of examples of that we can go through, but not today. But there, God's always going to give us more than we need. And that's where we, where we fall at. And let me give you a real-life example of that. Because many of us struggle. We live paycheck to paycheck, and we have things we got to get. So when you, you walk in the store, and you know that you need... You've did your, your, your couponing, you've did, made your list, you know what you need, and it's going to come to uh, $198. But you only have $200 in the bank. You have just enough. Just enough. So as you go through, you have that anxiety because now there, there's going to be nothing extra when you get done. There's, going, there's always that possibility that what you look for is not going to be there. Their prices might be different. There's all these different scenarios that can change what you had planned out and something could go aware. So as you're standing there, as you're gathering your things, you're going through and you're checking out and you're, you're making sure that everything comes out just as it needs to because there is no, there's no cushion there. There's only just enough. There's nothing extra. You can't go... See that by that impulse item because there's nothing extra there. There's just enough. And we see the anxiety that that causes. And I'm sure many of us can relate to what that is. Versus, now, let's say that you still need that same $198 worth of stuff. But yet, you have $1,000 in the bank. $1,000 in the bank. Now, that's a big, big difference because now we don't have to worry about if something runs over. We don't have to worry about if we want to add a few extra things. We don't have to worry about when it's all said and done because there will be abundance left over. It's a totally different mindset that we go into. And in reality, there's only $802 difference. Now that doesn't seem like a lot in the big scheme of things, but it's just slightly more than what we need. Every time there is a huge jackpot, you know, when it keeps rolling over and over and over, that's when we see the most ticket sales. People's going to go out and buy because it's 500 million, it's 600 million, it's 700 million. It's astronomical amounts of money. But you know that one million can make all the difference. That a thousand can make all the difference. It's how we, we look to it. If we think we have to have astronomical amounts of something to be secure and to be happy, that is not relying on God. God is the only thing that can give us true peace, is our faith in him. Because no matter what our bank account says, he is going to provide a way. Because things of the, of the world, things like money, that's going to come and go and change all the time. But God is always the constant that is always going to be there.
We can look at other examples of this. We can take someone that is in the peak of physical condition, a, a, a bodybuilder, someone that is really sculpted and, and maintained their body. They are at the, the peak of physical health. Now, many of us, we all suffer from things, different things, and we want to be better. But at what point? With everything, there's a balance. See, we want to be healthy. We want to be whole. We want to be complete. But where is the stopping point in that? Because do we want to spend five hours a day in a gym? Do we want to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in equipment and personal trainers and all these different things that takes to reach that level, that level of physical shape that can be used for competition, that can be used to further a, an acting career, these things like that. Are we willing to do that, to take that extreme discipline to be able to go that much further? Or are we more happier in, in the middle? See, there's been lots of cases of people that's, that's won the lottery, came into large sums of money that wish it had never happened. Because people think when they have $500 million or some astronomical amount that that, they think about all the things they can do with it, what they can buy, the houses, the cars, the, the trips, and all these different things, things, things. But they don't ever think about how much work it actually is. That you're going to have to deal with everyone that wants a piece of it. That you're going to have to have a, a staff of people just to help you to manage this newfound fortune. That you're going to have to now deal with all that stuff. We get very reliant on stuff. Stuff we think we need. Because we think we need it. We, we want it. We want it. But God knows what we need. Now we forget that he is our, our heavenly father. And many times he treats us like a child. Not because it's demeaning. Not because it's lackluster. It's because it's what we need. Think about, as a child, all the different things we would do but our parents wouldn't let us do so. You know, eat candy all day long, have ice cream for breakfast. We would make bad choices if we strictly were allowed to give in to our wants. And God does give us the desires of our hearts. But he's going to look at the condition of our heart before he does. He knows the beginning from the end. He's going to know how these things are going to affect us in life. Things do not make our quality of life better. They do not give us peace.
Money doesn't even give us peace. It's, all these things are tools, tools in our life. And we have to know that God is the main thing. God is the main source. And everything else is a tool for us to use, for us to enjoy, but not to be idols in our lives. We see so many times that that is what the focus is. It's for the thing, whether it be money, where it be power, where it be influence. And that is what takes a hold and God is pushed away. We've seen the Pharisees do it. We talked about it on Easter Sunday. That they had their gold on one thing and that was not God. That God was in the way of what they wanted. And they were willing to go to extreme measures to fulfill that want. How many times have we wanted something and seen that it really wasn't the payoff that we truly wanted? Because we don't look at, at, the big, at the big picture. We don't do our research. We just see, see the shinies. Just like back to the money example. We see all the things that we could do, but we ignore the pitfalls of it. We look at, we go back to our who are we following lesson. We look at these people and we see what we want to see of it. We pick and choose. And they dangle some nice things in front of us. Well, we're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. But at what cost? At what cost? See, so many times when we are looking at God, we think there is a, a, a grand cost that we're going to have to pay. But see, Jesus already paid everything. All we have to do from God is receive. All we have to do is receive. But we don't look at what he is giving us. We look at the lie of what Satan says God is taking from us. God does not take. He's not taking our joy. He's not taking our peace. What God takes from us, what God wants us to steer away from, what God does not want us involved in is the thing that takes our peace. That is exactly what Satan is doing today. He's not attacking something grand. He's attacking something very simple, something that each of us carry around. He's attacking our peace. When we look at the news and we see all the things going on in the world, it fills us with worry. What if this happens to me? What if this happens to us? What if it happens to someone in my family? And we're filled with dread. We're filled with worry. We're filled with doubt. It remains there in the back of our minds. And then what we're doing is we're trying to gain back our peace, but we're going at it the wrong way. We have an alternate timeline because we're instead of running off the truth 
and moving forward. We're running off the lie. So everything that we do is based off the lie. So what we're doing is we're trying to gather. We're trying to do. And we do all these things in the name of self-preservation. We have people out there that's willing to sacrifice people. That's willing to do harm to others. And they do it in the name of the greater good. That is for the whole. But it all stems back to Satan's lies. From him taking our peace and we're trying to restore it back. There is only one person that can restore the peace, and that is Jesus. Philippians 4. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes through all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. God is our source. He is the one. We get worried about everything that we see, everything that's pushed. But who is pushing it? Man is. And we look back in the Word of God. Man keeps getting it wrong. From the very beginning, through the time Jesus walked on this earth, Afterwards, till today, man keeps getting it wrong. He listens to the lies of Satan. You know, that's the thing. Man thinks that he is superior, that he is great, that he knows better than God. And in reality, it's Satan all along. Satan's the one that's whispering in our ears. Satan's the one that's spreading the lies. And he's making us think that, that we're grand. That we can do better, that we know better than God. And time after time again, it's shown to be false. Over the, the two Sunday holidays, I said we need to know that we are all sinners and that we need a Savior. That is the problem. We think that we can save ourselves. We think that we can overcome, not without Jesus. We think that we are pushing along, and we see that less and less people are believing in God. That means they're also not believing in Satan. They think they're out there doing it on our own, that we're the, the cause and the solution. We're definitely the cause. But the thing is, we are following someone. Whether we choose to or not, we are marching right behind Satan. Denial of God, denial of Jesus is a choice for Satan. We see that if we can just get 
some little something, that it's worth the trade-off. They want to send us a check, so we're willing to pay back trillions to make it happen. We're willing to fund whatever cause that goes against God because we can get a little something back. Something that'll bring us just a little bit of peace for a moment. And you hear that now, for a moment. Because that's all we can do in our own power is take care of something for a moment. We can only feel good. We can only take care of our feelings for just a few moments. Then the world takes back over. Satan takes back over. We have to have the power of Jesus to be able to overcome, to be able to do. That's the only thing that is constant. That's the only thing that can provide true peace. Peace of God is a tranquility of mind, freeing the believer from fear and worry. Divine peace. Divine peace. Divine peace does not come in the form of a check. It doesn't come in the form of a vaccine. It doesn't come in the form of an army. It doesn't come in the form of anything here on earth. There's only one thing that can give us divine peace, and that is Jesus Christ. And we have to receive it. We have to be willing to stand up and say, it doesn't matter what the situation looks like. It doesn't matter what my feelings are feeling right now at that moment in time because feelings don't matter. It doesn't matter what other people is going to think of me. It doesn't matter what the masses say. Remember, the masses said crucify Jesus. The masses are always going to be louder. Their message is always going to be heard. But it doesn't mean that is right. We're living in a time when true believers are a minority. But it's the true believers that have the true power. Are you tired of worry? Are you tired of anxiety? Are you willing to make a change? See, no matter what our situation is, no matter where we are, all these things are not going to make it better. And there's another problem going to come along. We might get our health worked out, then we have a money problem. We get our money problem worked out, then we have a health problem. We have a, those two problems figured out, then we're going to have a, a, a family problem. Problems, trouble always comes. But God is always there. Divine peace is, it doesn't matter what stands before us. God is with us. When the mountain shows up, 
With the power of God, we can speak and move it. Divine peace is the Word of God. Divine peace is Jesus. And it's one of these things that we have to try. See, we have to step out there and we have to block out what the world says, block out what, because God's bigger than the world, God's conquered the world, the world, he created it, he's destroyed it. The world is nothing to the power of God. It's just got us by the influence. We got to cut that influence and say, my God is bigger. My God has this under control. I am in his hands. We have to stock up on his truth. And when the lies are prevented before us, and anything that says that God does not have this, that God is not control, is a lie. When things look impossible, that is a lie, because nothing is impossible to God. When things look meek, when things look bleak, when things are bad, it's all a lie because God is in control. He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed not once. The only thing that's changed is us. Back in the garden, the devil says, Are you sure? Are you sure he's just not holding you back? God has never once held us back. He's only trying to propel us forward. But we have to be prepared to be propelled. You can't go jump out of an airplane without some instruction. You can't go jump out of an airplane without a parachute. We want God to do Everything we want him to do, no questions asked, but we want to do nothing to learn how God works. We have no understanding about who God is, why he does what he does. There is reason for it. And we'll have people stand up that say that, you know, why God, why? But they've never took the opportunity to look, to read, to learn, to pray. I wonder, these people that have questions for God, have you ever asked him? you ever asked him? And many times, he's building faith with us. Because it takes a lot of faith when you don't have the answers. When you're looking for them and God's quiet. When the word hasn't quite revealed himself yet. We have to stand strong that God has his reason. That God is doing something in us. He is working something in us. So when the time comes, it makes sense. When the time comes, we'll have understanding. When the pieces fit together. We want to take... The word and condense it down into a little pamphlet. He's already condensed it down. 
And this is what we need. This book is what we need. We want to take the, the discipline out of it. We want to take the parts out that we don't like. And only hold on to the good. So many people now say, well, I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. What does that mean? We can't just pick and choose. And expect grand things to happen. We can't just pick what we like. We need all the pieces laid out. And we need to start assembling this puzzle piece by piece. And as we see more and more pieces come together, we'll get more and more of that picture. And every time we get more and more in that picture, we get closer and closer to God. But just like a jigsaw puzzle, it takes work. It takes time. It takes patience. We're not going to find that peace in man. We're not going to find it in a pill. We're not going to find it in anything that happens quickly. There's only one place to find it. Now the question is, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to wake up each and every morning and not have fear and anxiety because you know that God is with you? How bad do you want to be able to have your needs met with abundance, with that little bit extra to take us just a little bit further. Is God holding back or are we holding him back from us? Where are you at today? Where are you at in your life? Maybe it's time to quit pointing the finger at him. Maybe it's time to quit questioning him. Maybe it's time to quit doubting him and start looking back at us and seeing what we are doing wrong. We live in a society where something is always someone else's fault. Where it's always an excuse. Life isn't fair. We all don't have the same opportunities. We're not born in the same position. We all have our disadvantages. And that doesn't matter what your color is. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It doesn't matter what your eco-social status is. Because we all have one thing in common. We all have access to Jesus Christ who can bring us up. Who can bring us up, no matter where we start at, no matter what our level is, no matter how far we've slid back, no matter what our past is, no matter what we've done, no matter where we're going, He can bring us up. He can make us all rise. All we have to do is have faith. You know that faith is easier than excuses. Excuses, we have to work at that. We have to come up with them. We have to maintain them. We can't happen to look for new ones whenever the old ones are no longer relevant. But faith is something we can just 
do. We can have it in our heart. We can have it in our minds. All we have to do is get into the word. All we have to do is believe with all of our hearts. All we have to do is things that we can do on the inside. And we don't have to impress anyone else. We don't have to put on a show. We do it all for us, for our relationship with God. And as we do that, that will be the performance. That will be the show. That will be the new standard that people will see. We can be, instead of an excuse, we can be an example. How grand is it to be able to say that, well, I started out like this, but God brought me here. I had this disadvantage, but God brought me here. I had this wrong with me, but God brought me here. So many times we are wanting to do it ourselves, have someone else do it for us. We are all sinners. We all need a Savior. Bow with me, please.